0: Blood talk Radio.
1: This is Under the Hoodies. I am Bill Kegel. I'm joined by nobody quite yet. Still waiting on Dan to call in. Um, but we have a real good episode for you today. We're going to talk some UFC 201. Uh, Dan's definitely going to dive deep into his favorite fighter, Robbie Lawler. Uh, it's going to be an interesting matchup. We're also going to talk a little bit of Michael Vick, of all things. Um <laughs> He's uh, currently a free agent, trying to latch on with a team. Said he wanted to play one more year. And that guy, for at least my generation, sort of an interesting legacy he'll leave behind. He's one of the greatest athletes I've ever seen um, in all sports. It, he he's just the arm, uh, unratedly accurate. The legs obviously are well documented. I mean, the guy the guy was an absolute athletic freak in nature. So um, even before the dogfighting, I, I, I'm just curious to get Dan's opinion uh, on, on what exactly went wrong with his career pre-dogfight because it was going downhill pretty fast. I mean, it, it, and maybe just even on the field. Let's take all the stuff off the field aside. He's one of those guys that I think were a little too athletic to have to work hard. I think everything came natural to him, and I think he just dominated every, everywhere he went. Um, by a significant margin. I mean, all pro athletes dominate, you know, by a significant margin. But I mean, I think I think the difference between Vic and everybody else was probably just huge. And he never felt like he had to work. I think he just woke up and he's one of the greatest athletes walking the earth. And so I'm curious what his career would have turned out if he put in the work similar to a Cam Newton. I wonder if he has the same sort of trajectory as Cam. He's a smaller athlete, yeah, but I mean, just. I think with a with a with a creative coach and and a little bit of work ethic, I think that guy really could have. Had, and obviously the off uh, field stuff, I think the guy could have gone down as one of the all time greats. Um, also, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, Josh Gordon getting reinstated. This is big news for Dan. Um, he's a Cleveland guy, uh, I've a lot of time in the Browns, but I definitely think that he'll he, he's going to want to touch on it. And, uh, I mean, the Josh Gordon thing is huge. So um, we'll talk to him about that, see how the city's reacting to, uh, to Josh Gordon getting reinstated. Actually, uh, obviously, he's missing the first four games of the season. First four games of the season, I cannot talk today. So we'll get Dan's opinion on that as well. Um, and uh, we'll talk a little NFL. But, like, when Dan calls in, uh, <laughs> hopefully he calls in soon, um, the reason Dan missed the show last week is he was on a date and uh very 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 curious to see how or hear how that went, I did talk to him um and uh I, I told him not to tell me anything about the uh about the date and how it went because I wanted to talk about it on the show, so we will talk about it when he calls in. I'm actually sending him the number now um Dan's a great guy, but uh punk, uh being punctual is not a not one of his strengths, so um, I will uh, I will mess with him about that when he calls. And uh, but but, uh, but yeah, he's uh, you know he's better to, to be five minutes late to uh, everything. But that's all right. I, mean, I love him. He's a good dude, uh, and he's a Cleveland. He lives in Cleveland. I mean, let's be honest. I it's there's so many parallels between Cleveland and Buffalo that I mean. I don't think Buffalo is quite as tortured as Cleveland, just because Cleveland's a little bit higher profile of a city, if that's even possible (laughs) uh, to be high profile as Cleveland. Uh, But uh, compared to Buffalo and and cities that have more than one major franchise, major sports franchise, um, Cleveland's definitely a lot more tormented. Although I think Buffalo might have taken the mantle after the, uh, after the uh, Cavs won the title. Um, So, Anyway, he's uh he should be calling in any second. I'll pontificate for a little bit longer. I just sort of wanted to touch on a little bit about the Giants from uh, last week. Um, and really all I have to say is I really hope they cut Andre Williams. I'm sure he's a fantastic human being. I think I said this last week. Oh, whoa, whoa, to re to sort of rehash last week too. For the live me, I couldn't remember the name of the goddamn freaking other application service that you get on your phone or whatever, how there's, like, Samsung, Apple. It's goddamn Android. And Android is such a sack of shit. I swear to Christ. I had an Android. It was called, like, a freaking HTC Ares. It was Android. It was terrible. For one, Android has no apps compared to Apple. Like, I, I really think Samsung actually makes a better phone. But as far as operationally, like, this is is not even close. Like, these droid people, what the hell? Are they just, like, into shit that doesn't work? Like, do they all drive, like, Kia Rios and and fucking watch TVs, Mitsubishi-brand televisions? Like, what? I I just don't get it. Look at these people that are so pro-droid. I think they're just, like, the shit on things that work. That's the only thing I can think of. I just don't understand, like... I get it. Apple's not for everybody and people don't like Apple, but like everybody I know that's had a droid phone. All they do is bitch about it and they'll diss Apple all they want. But I I think they're high. If they think droid is better than Apple or even Samsung, I work for the Samsung though, and they're kind of shitty. So I hope the new ones have gotten better. But, um, and every time it comes time to change my goddamn phone, my wife, I'll be like, all right, Hey, what do you want? You want to, you want a Samsung? So we'll be talking about it. All she'll do is talk about how she wants a Samsung. She loves a Samsung. Her mom has a Samsung. You know, girl she works with has Samsung, and how beautiful it is. And then come phone time, it's uh, I'm just getting another iPhone. And then two days after, she'll be mad she didn't get the get the Samsung. So it's like, why? I just don't. What, what is that with women? I don't get it. Like why? Why do you purchase stuff that is just going to upset you? But I, I wonder if it's maybe because I suggest that's what she should do. And then as a, and just being taking an active approach and driving me crazy is, uh, she'll, she'll do, she'll do the complete opposite of what I would like her to do. So I don't know. I have a daughter too. So I, I guess I should just get used to it and stop whining and move on. But, um, again, I'm just pontificating until Dan calls in. Uh, I just, I just sent him a number and, um, so we should get them soon, though. Um, anyway, uh, I do. I, I used to love baseball. I I can't watch it now. It's just too slow. Even with the pitch clock or whatever they have going on, that's a, I can't watch it. I, it's just so slow. It it, it moves at, at a snail's pace, uh, and it's like oh something might happen, something might happen. Oh nothing happened. Oh something might happen, something might happen. And seventy percent of the time. Not a thing happens. Like it, it's, I don't know. I I don't get it. I I don't I don't get how that sport isn't. I, you know, I will give Manfred a lot of a lot of, pro, a, lot of uh, a lot of credit. He is doing his best to to try to make the sport more exciting. But I I wonder if it's a lost cause, and I wonder if baseball is just going to one of those things that that older people are into, and uh, and I think the fan base is my age and younger. 32, by the way, is just sort of – I think they're just dying off. I think they're – I think we're in a instant gratification age, and I think baseball just can't keep up. And I do wonder if the growth of UFC has a lot to do with it because it's it's action, 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 action. And and, and it, it's – you know, there's dudes swinging at each other, and you're going to see a knockout. You're going to see a submission. You're going to see something. Now, now, I know we all get disappointed with the, with the fight like the home fight – on um, on Saturday night, and the whole the home fight, I'll just I'll sort of just dive into that a little bit. The home fight was weird because she looked so hesitant. The Shevchenko girl, every time Holly threw a punch, it was countered. It, it was ridiculous how how just, and she had three inches on her, and I, I forget the reach, but I know she had a significant reach on her too. And it's just for whatever reason, Holly would throw a punch and she would just get inside. Holly would throw a punch, get inside counter. It, it was, she went to the ground. And this is the one thing I will give Holly credit for. Every time she was taken to the ground, I, I think Shevchenko was like three for three on her uh, takedown. And um, every time she got taken to the ground, Holly would literally muscle her way up and then they'd be standing back up, which is Holly's game, but just Shevchenko, which is to it. And I think other than the first round, I think Shevchenko won every single round. I don't even think it was that close. I, 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 Holly is sort of starting to dance into that flash in the pan and and it kind of sucks because she's such a good person, but all accounts, she's, she's impressive as an athlete, but I just don't, I I don't get how she goes from just beating the unbeatable to, and in her defense, she was actually winning that Misha Tay fight, and then she just made a mistake like late in the fifth round and just got choked out. But, um, and I thought she'd make short short work of the Shevchenko girl, but man, you look at her uh, resume, and it, it's impressive. Like it's really impressive. She's one of the, if not the best female. She's one of the best female Muay Thai fighters on earth, if not the best. She was super, super impressive, and it just Holly had no answer for her. I mean, even though Holly, you know, she couldn't get Holly to the ground or keep her to the ground. <laughs> She she beat Holly at her own game, which is kinda nuts. It's it's kinda nuts. I did not see that fight going that way. Um their Barboza fight was incredible. I I, I uh I, I am uh I, I don't those leg kicks were just absolutely insane. Like it they, they were I mean just the just the force that it was hitting that he was hitting with and in the just the leg kicks just oh my god. I don't know how that dude, and I don't know why I'm drawing an absolute blank right now. I, I don't know how that dude is going to walk for for a couple of weeks. Anyway, it it was uh, it was kind of nuts. It was it was a lot of fun though to, to watch it. it. It was just I don't know. It was uh, I'm getting i looking for his name now. Sorry, Gilbert Melendez. I, I for life me cannot remember that. Um, so Gilbert Melendez. Probably not walking for a couple of days. Probably not walking for a couple of days. Um, and, uh, I mean, he's just taking those leg kicks. And I, I, I think that Barboza has more kick knockouts than anyone else in UFC history. Um, and if anybody remembers the kick from a couple of years ago that was nominated for an ESPY, it either won an ESPY or was nominated for an ESPY. One of the most impressive kick knockouts you'll ever see in your life. I mean, he just kicked the dude. And the dude fell down and he just straightened out. It was it was it was a sight to behold. So if you just YouTube Edison Barboza uh Espy and I think that, that, that kick will come up. And uh right on the chin, duty knocked down, just laid there stiff. It was it was kind of nuts. So anyway, still waiting on Dan. And I think by the time Dan gets here, we he might just have time for a Cleveland conversation. And I got up this morning to go to work. At five, I got up this morning at five. All I don't know what it is—the heavens or whatever—did not want me to sleep last night. I don't know what it was. I could not fall asleep till eleven, which is which is crazy for me because I'm usually in bed by eight thirty or between eight thirty and nine thirty. Could not fall asleep. Didn't fall asleep till eleven. Knew I had a real long day today at work. So uh, my the the uh, smoke alarm in my living room goes off. And I don't know what's going on. So I, I, I go to, like, just take it down because there's no smoke. There's no carbon monoxide. The other carbon monoxide detector in the house isn't detecting the thing. So I, I take it down, and it's still going off. So I, I pluck the battery out of it. it everything's fine. No, nothing, nothing going on, like I said. The smoke detector or the, the carbon monoxide detector is, is fine. This goddamn thing keeps going off. So I, I take the battery out, and I take the thing off the ceiling, and just water starts boring. So I, I'm i like, come on, one in the morning, seriously? So I go up to the attic, and my air conditioner is, I don't know what, it's dripping. So it's dripping literally right on an electrical outlet for a freaking, for for a goddamn smoke and carbon monoxide detector, literally right in the living room. And these things never happen at one o'clock on a Sunday. They always happen on a damn, in the middle of the night, on a weeknight. It's, it's bullshit. Anyway, Dan, what's up, buddy? I put my phone. Not out, not right? much. So, what's going on in uh, your house? I'm, you have a carb, oh carbon God, monoxide
0: incident? Or no. What?
1: Okay. Yeah. So I was pontificating a little bit here, trying to. I was filibustering. I think that's the word. Um, <laughs> until you called in. Um, so basically, I'm bitching to the 18 people that listen to us, and I think that might be a uh, uh, an exaggeration. That's an all-time record. So. Yeah, I think we might break our record. If we crack uh, the big 2 I think it'll be huge. Um, so, anyway, no, I, I get up to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night. It's, like, 1 o'clock. I couldn't fall. I, yeah. Ashley and I, neither of us could fall asleep until 11 last night, which is very, very rare. Like, Ashley, even on, like, she she's an old lady. Basically, I married a, a 98-year-old woman. Like, it's ridiculous. Like, Ashley goes to sleep. Right. She clips coupons. I mean, she, she, she she's just an old – she does not knit, no. I think she okay. would if she had now, time, she but, you know, the baby running around. In trouble. Oh, I, I'm so, I like cats, too, and I'm so allergic to them. So, anyway, you come to my right. sleep, and I knew I had, a, I had a massive day, and I was going into work early today. I was going to leave at okay. 5.30 in the morning. Um, So, I got to go to the bathroom. What was going on at work today? About one, I just had a long day. It was just, it, it was just a big oh. day. Um, so I, uh, so I had a, um, so I got up to go to the bathroom and then it, the, the smoke detector is going off and it's obviously loud. And as you know, I have a 13 month old, it doesn't wake her up. She didn't even flinch. And, uh, right. so Ashley wakes up. She's like, what is that? And I'm like, it's a smoke detector. And, and she's like, what is it doing? I was like, it's, it's out there partying. It's getting high. It was, what the fuck do you think it's doing? It's going off. So I, right. I go out there. I, I, I take it off the wall. We can swear on this, by the way. I think I made this thing rated R, which is kind of nice, because I can actually be myself, which is somebody that curses. And I'm not around the baby, so I can curse without having to worry about her repeating uh, my curse words, because she is starting to – this is a quick sidebar. She is starting to say what sounds like, oh, shit. That's how she says it, and it sounds like, oh, shit. And she does it every time she drops something. Or throw something. we probably so, be the phrase. We gotta get no, on for a thing. Yeah, <laughs> No
0: matter where she gonna and Yeah and work. Yeah. That'll
1: exactly.
0: be her thing.
1: Yeah. When she fights MMA when she's eighteen, she'll be Avery Oh shit Kegel. Um <laughs> that's actually kind of a sweet nickname to be honest. Uh but anyway, so um so yeah I go out there and I take it off I take it off the ceiling. It, it's it's hardwired into the ceiling but you could, it unplugs, essentially. So I take it off, and there's water. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is such a pain-in-the-ass thing to have happen in the middle of the mm-hmm. night, on a weeknight, after I went to bed late, have to get up early, and have a really, really long, physically demanding day. Right? So, right. Um, That's so I hold it off. Happen. Water's just – yeah. It never, it never happened on Sunday at 1.00. In the afternoon, it's always Wednesday, on at 1 in the morning. It's, it's, it's a complete pain in the ass. So anyway, I pull it off. There's water leaking all over the place. The water smells like shit. So not actual mm. shit. It just smells not good. It's not exactly drinkable water, which actually in Buffalo, that's probably closer. If you've heard any of our freaking water problems here, um, that's probably closer to drinkable water than what comes out of our faucet last week. But I had no idea note. you guys uh, had an issue with that. Yeah, it, I, it's just a broken water main, and it's putting some kind of sediments and stuff into the, uh into the, into the whatever tap water. So whatever, people are being overly dramatic about it. Anyway, um, I like that shit. I, I didn't, I didn't even, I didn't skip a beat. I just brushed my teeth with it. It comes out like grand. all brown be, and like slimy. Hey, listen, you just
0: yeah, a few <laughs> glasses of it.
1: Hey. Hey, <laughs> that's, why, that's why I don't get sick, Dan. That's why I'm strong. You should um, probably invest in one of those um, water filters. No, you know what? I actually, work, I, as you know, I work for Big Water. So um, I have the cooler that J. in offices. I actually have one of those in my uh, kitchen, which is very convenient. Um, but anyway, uh, and, that, and that doesn't, yeah, that doesn't come from any of that. That comes from uh, somewhere else. Uh, at least that's what they're telling us. So anyway, yeah. So I go up, I go upstairs and I'm like, where's this water coming from? Right above it. There's a pipe that we have the central air, um, machine up there. So there's a pipe up there and the pipe there has a small, like it's dripping ever so faintly. Like it's, it's dripping. It was about 17 seconds in between the very, very small drip. So I put a cup under there, but it's wet, and literally directly under it is this hardwired, hardwired smoke detector. I'm like, oh, I'm glad mm-hmm. that it didn't just set my house on fire. I don't understand that design and how. I'm not even exaggerating; like it, it's it's hitting the hole that the hardwire, the hardwire uh, thing goes into, the hardwired um, smoke right. detector goes into center mass. Mm-hmm. Like, if you were a sniper and you were shooting this thing, where the water is dripping is exactly where you want to hit the freaking thing, right in the heart. So
0: you so, could blow up the
1: whole house? It could have, yeah. So I put, like, a, essentially a... Am I following? Yeah, it uh, okay. yeah, it could have... It, yeah, Basically, the house could have burned down. And um, right. all because there's like there's some kind of condensation build-up thing, and our central air is being... It's, it's just louder than normal, so I was out there fiddling with, sure. like, a freaking pricker in the hand right before uh, I went on air here, so... Anyway,
0: um, hey, well, so – Speaking uh, of
1: fire issues, I'm actually yeah. in the process
0: right now of lighting my brand-new propane grill, so. Oh,
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. Nice. Kind of monitoring
1: uh, that. To I bought it. What brand did you get?
0: It was uh, – what is it? Sharp Coleman. It, it's, like, a really small, like, cute little grill,
1: so. Oh, gotcha. I think it's probably more than uh, yeah, – uh, eh, who knows? Um, didn't Hannah Storm get blown up by a grill like three years ago? I'm sure she had a nice I'm one. I'm sure, she had a lot better than what the hell you are. I completely could forgot about it. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, I think that's a very ironic name, Hannah Storm. She gets freaking set on fire by her grill. Um, she sounds like a professional wrestler. It. Hannah Storm. Doesn't it that seems it? like a fake name, right? Like, yeah, I don't know anyone with last name Storm it, that isn't a wrestler. It, it's got to be like a stage. <laughs> It has to be, but that's so that's way too on the nose to be a stage name. I think if your stage name is like, um, like, like, I don't know, Johnny. Ch- I wasn't going to say Johnny chase, but that's what's the name for entourage. Uh, but like your last name has to be chase for it to be a stage name. Um, like Ryan chase. That seems like a stage name. Hannah storm is like way too on the nose. But, uh, anyway, um, I got a charbroil. I love this thing. It's stainless steel. It's 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 great. I love this goddamn grill. This is the this grill. Right. I would say it's up there with with my wife and uh, the baby as the greatest things that happened to me um, That's in the last five years. Now, yeah. Now, if we're talking the last ten years, it goes Super Bowl forty two, baby Ashley, Super Bowl forty six. Than this grill, the okay. grill. Eh, it's a big one. Yeah. It's just a big one. Um, okay. And actually, I'm looking um, at these but it, right now.
0: And it is actually yeah. a charbroil. Okay.
1: Oh, okay. That's what I had. Put it yeah, off like Amazon. My... So. A... Oh, nice. Um. All right, we should stop talking about. Oh, no, no, no. Yes, we should yeah, stop. talking. No one about... cares about your date our
0: grills and uh, our.
1: No, no, no. I, I know, but I want to know how your date went.
0: Oh, jeez. Uh, my date last week with the uh, dermatologist from a. That's what. That's a kind of doctor. She hospital. Is? Yeah. Yeah, she is a dermatologist. Uh, you know, it was kind of a—it uh, was an interesting date. Did you feel like really.
1: your—did you feel like your skin was getting judged the whole time?
0: You know, at first I thought that, but then I was just like, I just let it go pretty quick. Um, right. Yeah, it was kind of a strange date she... where she complained about her interns quite a bit, so you could tell <laughs> she's kind of, yeah, she may be a little bit of. Kind of a complainer. I guess that's the nice way to put it. So, yeah, no fun date
1: with her. Um, Uh, That's the second doctor you've booted. No, I I like like this. That was a lawyer the other time. Oh wait! Oh, I thought she was a doctor. Yeah. Uh, Right. Remember, you were all about that.
0: You felt I should definitely pursue that one hard
1: uh I 100% think that you should but you know whatever man you uh you got it like that you can kick doctors to the curb I'm in no position to do that at all uh outside of being married um right so pre-marriage That's I don't know I think if yeah yeah it does really get in the way of my dating life um but uh man I feel like did she tell you Dan you have you have a combination skin with an oily T zone did you hear a lot of that
0: any, any hot, like,
1: skin talk? No. All right. Well, anyway, let's, uh, yeah. Oh, I, I think there's a delay here,
0: but uh, no, no. She did not tell me about my complexion or anything like that.
1: Gotcha. Um, there is a delay just for the listeners. That's why we talk over each other. We're not just being complete right. pricks. There is actually a delay um but uh all right so let's talk a little bit about your boy Robbie Lawler i watched okay. um i i i i got caught up because i am new to UFC. i i like the sport a lot uh uh-huh. i am i am allowing it to become my third favorite sport because i, I as i was like talking about the very beginning of this sh- uh the show I'm not, I can't, I can't do baseball anymore. I, I'm just done with baseball. Like, it's so boring. Okay.
0: It's You're just, a Mets fan, aren't you? I,
1: I'm just, Uh, well, yeah. And I, if they're doing well, I will watch. If they're on and I have time. But, like, see, this is how, this is how exactly my how life I is gone. That is exactly how I feel about the Indians. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly
0: how I am yeah. about the
1: Indians. And they are good. But it's like, all right, I, I watched every single sport I could watch. All right? I get a girlfriend. Sure. Okay. Goodbye, college football. I I, I watch college basketball. I watch NBA. I watch NFL. Um, goodbye. Goodbye, college football. Goodbye Saturdays. And that's fine. I'm willing to make right. that sacrifice. So you have a girlfriend. All right. You guys moving together. That's another sport gets cut. Goodbye, college basketball. Uh, sorry, your regular season's boring AF. But I'll watch Final Four and national championship and some tournament games about that time. And then mm. you get married, and it's like, all right goodbye, goodbye if You're baseball. slowly giving up
0: things one by one.
1: Yeah, you're slowly giving up things. And then, you know, I have a baby. So it's like, all right, goodbye regular season NBA. But the good thing about the UFC is is that it's pay-per-view. It's on mm-hmm. – and the fight nights are on Fox, It like, kind of late. So, like, that's kind of – the main events especially are kind of late. And, um, sure. and, and with you're the NFL, I actually – yeah. Ashley's a ball deep yeah. in the NFL, so I don't have to ever worry about giving that up because she watches it, too. That's okay, a plus. Okay. But, uh, yeah. Well, you
0: converted be um, the uh, Giants fan, right?
1: Ashley is, yeah. She's I a got Bills fan she had before, a couple right? Jerseys. No, okay. she wasn't. She wasn't even really a football fan. Uh, just think about it. She's 27. The Bills have not made the playoffs since she was 13. So, not good. <laughs> it's really a game. Really be... <laughs> Yeah, no, I where's that? that? What am I talking about? She not she was eleven. So yeah, they've not been in the playoffs since she was eleven years old. She was she was yeah, she was born at eighty nine. So yeah. She was eleven right. years old last time they were in the playoffs. So yeah. So they've sucked. So she never watched her dad's a yeah, big it. race car guy. Hockey guy, like, you know, what um, cause this is, a, this is a hockey town. Like, unless the Bills are doing well, they, they just, they fall over themselves with the savor.
0: And they like lacrosse right. here a
1: lot. It's, th- that's, this is the heaviest. I've never seen a, a freaking city love a sport more than Buffalo claims to love lacrosse. I think it's one of those, like, I live here, so I must like lacrosse. There are definitely some diehard lacrosse right. fans, but, right. You, you can't tell yeah, me if the really Bills are sport. 10 and 6 and in the playoffs. It, yeah.
0: I mean I'm two and a half hours away and that's one of those sports that no one here follows.
1: Um Yeah,
0: right. We it's really, a, it's, it's, kind of, it's that, a cool sport. Yeah. Right. I could see it. Yeah. I mean I don't think like Ohio State or any of like the the uh big programs around here have a either a program for it or they're even relevant.
1: Right. Uh See, yeah, Syracuse is real big. Um, Jim Brown's actually known as one of the greatest college lacrosse players of all time, which is kind of funny. Right. She, she sort of dominated yeah. at Syracuse. So, um, but anyway, yeah. Uh, so, no, not a Buffalo, not a Bills fan. She just sort of got into football when I did. I remember we first started dating. We were like less than a month in. And uh, she, uh, somebody was like, Oh, Bill, what's your favorite football team? And she chimes in. She goes, The Jets. I almost broke up with her. I almost broke up with her. I was devastated, That's and then uh, that, that was literally, that was extremely rude. It's it's right. you know I don't know. I mean, George, I, I I'd rather punch in the face.
0: Did you not tell me once that pretty much Long Island is the Jets fans, and, and then pretty much everyone else is Giants?
1: No, I, I don't. I don't am know I about remembering that. correctly? Yeah, no, you're not. It wasn't me. I don't think so. At least hmm. I, I, would, I wouldn't have any idea. I never lived down there, so I don't know. I'm from, like, two hours south of Syracuse, so um, I just right. picked the Giants after they won Super Bowl 25 because I was seven. So I was Ten like, all right, right I like whoever wins the Super Bowl. Got lucky because I could have been a Bills fan. Even though the Bills have significantly better uniforms than the Giants' boring-ass uniforms and their shitty NY. But, um, Bills yeah, are... but she's but You it. know
0: what, though? They will never change. That's one of those –
1: no, they won't. Yeah, it's like the Packers or the Steelers; they'll never change. Um, well, so anyway, speaking of football, let's let's jump into Josh Gordon. On a scale from one to ten, okay. how pumped are you that he's back?
0: A two. Because okay,
1: and a scale from one to ten, how pumped is, are you?
0: we have to make or it, it a week to week five Cleveland. without screwing up. I mean, as yeah, talented as I mean, am I nervous? You're nervous you know he's what, not going to make it to week just, five? I wouldn't be surprised. It's one of those things I'm not counting on him, just because he's screwed up right. so many times. And even, I right. think last weekend, he was—he had a picture of him and uh, Johnny Manziel partying together somewhere. Oh, um, love of Christ. On Instagram. What a dumbass. Yeah. You're so a dumber you really human being on the planet. You're reinstated, and you're doing shit like that. Oh, sorry. Sorry. I didn't mean to swear on the air. but
1: you're um, No, no, no. I've been cursing less than right. I told you we made it rated R. You can curse all you want. Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: All right. So, yeah. um, So, yeah, I mean, Saturday he puts that on Instagram. I mean, he knows that this decision is going to be made on his future. If you're that stupid to do that, I mean, I don't trust that he's going to make it to week five. Um, because I'm. Yeah. I thought I heard that he has to be tested frequently. That's part of the uh, the conditional reinstatement. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah, but and it's sad because the thing that it is, I mean, he is a super talented receiver. I mean, as brand with Brandon Weeden as his quarterback, he had what 1,300 yards back in 2014. 13 or 14.
1: <laughs> he had 16. He had sixteen hundred yards. I, I know oh, this because he's always mentioned to team, but I think like sixteen or seven. Yeah, it's like sixteen. Remember, he went on that run where he had like two hundred fifty-nine yards, two hundred twelve yards, one hundred eighty-six yards. Like he had that like four-game run where he had almost a thousand yards in four games. He had an insane run.
0: Right. He he's yeah. a and mega talent. He,
1: He's he's what? he's as talented as, as Odell Beckham or Julio Jones or DeAndre Hopkins or Antonio Brown, he's in that class, but he's so stupid.
0: Uh, Frustrating.
1: Can you think of anything.
0: that? In, can you think of anything in your life that you would do or I guess that you would be told not to do that you couldn't give up for making forty million guaranteed? And that's actually probably a low end number. I mean, this guy smoked away how much money? At yeah. minimum, $40 the only, million. The only
1: thing, yeah. Yeah. I don't, The only thing I don't think I could do for $40 million is, like, is maybe curb stomp another human being. But other than that, I'm pretty open to doing anything for $40 million. That's really noble of you. I, yes. So, everybody, <laughs> don't, don't worry. I'm not going to curb stomp anybody for right. anything less than $40 million. So, we're good.
0: Okay.
1: Um now if we get to 45 million that's a different story. Oh listen, that's when the wheels start going and I don't uh write. Hey, so I'm doing this show from outside my house and um the inside of the house is lit up. I don't think my wife is doing much to put the baby to sleep. Um right. I thought she was going to. Uh so Sorry, I bro, uh, no go commercial ahead and break. To- Yeah, I know. Well, I'm just going to bring the show back around. Thank you for listening to Under the Hoodies. Uh, I'm Bill Kegel. That's Dan Panici. Uh, we can swear in this episode. Um, I gotta stop celebrating that cause it makes me sound kind of immature, but at the same time, it's kind of like, I'm tired of hearing sports shows that don't sound honest. And I feel like we shoehorn a couple, uh, a couple F-bombs. You sound a little bit more honest. So, uh, yeah. So anyway, go on about the, uh, give me sort of a uh, breakdown of the NFC or excuse me, the AFC North and, uh, what you think, um, what do you think the division is going to look like at the end of the year? At
0: the end of the year, um, I think Pittsburgh's going to come out on top. Um, as, as, hard as, as hard as it is for me to say that, um, although Le'Veon Bell suspended the first four weeks, um, D'Angelo Williams, I think, is going to fill in just fine. Um, and by the time he comes back, I'm sure they'll at least be three and one. Um, I don't see the uh, Bengals. Um, I I think they're the yeah. biggest threat. Um, I think that yeah. Baltimore is kind of stripped down and, you know, they're going to have to rebuild a little bit. Um, yeah. They've lost a lot of talent over the past couple of years. I think Joe Flacco is a good quarterback, but I don't think he's the kind that just um, completely carries a team. He's not like a, He's not, like, an elite-level guy like a Tom Brady or a Cam
1: Newton or something like that. The only team that he scares is the Patriots in the playoffs. For whatever reason, that guy turns into Joe Montana with a cannon against the Patriots in the playoffs. I think he's one of those big-game quarterbacks, but he's not necessarily, like, a every-game quarterback, if that makes sense. Like, I think think there's – I think Brady's both – I think there's big game and every game quarterbacks. I think Aaron Rodgers is an every game quarterback, and I know that's not a popular opinion. He's not a big game quarterback to me. I, I just, and I think he's an insane talent. Like I, I think, I think there's he's he's the only one of his kind, and minus mm-hmm. that Super Bowl run, and I'm I know I'm this is gonna sound like I'm stealing this from Colin Cowherd because he's been beating this mm-hmm. drum for a long time, and but I actually 100% agree with him on Rodgers. Man, I, I just he's had one legit Super Bowl run and one legit playoff mm-hmm. run. Excuse me. And I mean, he, 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 NFC championship game a couple of years ago, but I think that egregious Des Bryant call, and I don't think they make it. I really don't. Like, I just don't. Uh, but anyway, we're this isn't a quarterback conversation, but we can't do that next week, actually. Um, okay. But, uh, for getting ready, but anyway, for the yeah. yeah. But, oh, and in yeah. that so, game
0: against the Seahawks, was it, it, it was two years ago where the Packers basically had the, uh, had the game in the bag and, the Seahawks didn't do anything offensively. And then the Packers were celebrating with two minutes to go and then let them off the hook, basically. Um, they could have easily yep. closed that out. But they just didn't, like, mm-hmm. think
1: the game was over. Um, but yeah, That, I mean, that was game, one of the crazier games because you remember, like, that, that play Wilson was like – That was a very brown, brown back, thing to do. Back, yeah. Because remember Wilson just dropped back, drop back, and he just sort of threw it up for curse. And then somehow it was completed yeah. over Clinton Dix. Like that was a crazy mm-hmm. game. That was for right. whatever reason. Like that, I don't know how that gets completed. I, I, I don't understand it. But it was, it was another. That's a Packers thing, man. It's, they just for whatever reason they just don't close it out. I don't. I don't know. That was a weird game. Um, I think Wilson threw four interceptions. No, no,
0: See, Aaron Rodgers actually trying to make some throws. But then his receivers were—they basically shut it down, and they were like, "This game's over." And then I remember seeing Clay Matthews on the sideline, dancing around, and I think he was yelling at the crowd, and that really changed my perspective yep. on the Packers. Not, yeah. not even just Rodgers, but the whole team. I would have been pissed if I was a no. uh, Packers fan. That's a really Cleveland Browns-like thing to do.
1: No, I agree with you. Oh. I didn't see this till just now. Ryan Fitzpatrick, yeah. right. Ryan Fitzpatrick re-signs with the Jets, one year, twelve million dollars. You paid. didn't see that? Nope, just then, not now.
0: You know what though? He probably saw that Nick Foles was cut today,
1: and then uh, <laughs> yeah.
0: and he's like, "Shit, they're gonna sign him," and like, "I might as well just take what I can get
1: right now." Um.
0: Obviously, hold on. I'm actually. No you know what I'm gonna do? Good. No one else in the league could have put that money out for him, so his options are limited. He kind of yeah. has to go with whatever they gave him, and I think with incentives he can make like fifteen mil next year.
1: Yeah. Uh, okay. Excuse me for yawning. That's uh, that's professional. Good thing we're getting paid all kinds of money for this. Um. All right. So I'm gonna just scroll through road over a little bit, and we'll knock out some of these, and then uh, I'll let you finish up. Uh, with some uh, UFC 201 and, and uh, Robbie Lawler talks. So I watch a lot of Robbie Lawler clips and uh, videos in the UFC um, uh, uh, countdown show with Robbie Lawler, and I, I got balls deep into Robbie Lawler for like two hours. So, um, so all right, here we go. We're going to just go through some of these topics real quick. Prosecutors investigating allegations versus uh, Ezekiel Elliott. I think uh, it's so dangerous to give your opinion on something like this. But it just sounds like to me, with the conflicting witness reports, I don't even think it's a money grab. I think it it just sounds like on paper, it's just a crazy chick. Now, I I find it really, really difficult to – yeah, I find it difficult to essentially say that with with all kinds of affirmation. But because it's just – this is one of these terrible things that just keeps happening. But in this situation, it doesn't appear on paper that he's wrong.
0: Well, right, and you have the, the conflicting um, eyewitness reports. Plus, um, right. Did you see on the police report what her occupation, or what she listed as her occupation? It says sex slave. No, what is? And, <laughs> yeah, uh, and um, and I I've, I've heard. I think it was somebody I saw on Twitter. Somebody I think it was from the Dallas Morning News um, stated that he Ezekiel
1: Elliott actually
0: has a text message from her about a month or two ago, and it's and she said, if you if you break up with me, I'm going to ruin you. Like, this girl's just off a rocker. She's just nuts. Yeah.
1: So, and I don't I like if that's true. Money if, or if, fame or whatever. Right. If that's true, and she is trying to railroad him and by using domestic violence as an excuse, putting it on the social media and having all these people, oh my god, he's a terrible guy, oh my god, you know, you're a victim and, and she's just the worst kind of person. If all that is, if that's, if and that's what's going on, then I have to purpose it with that because it just, it worries me.
0: And what's disgusting about that is that she, she does that. And there's people out there that, uh, women out there that are actually truly getting, you know, abused. And yeah. And then it, and then if she, if, because obviously this isn't confirmed one way or the other, if it is a false um accusation, then it just it just makes it that much harder for that
1: girl who actually has a situation to come forward yep. and, yeah. it's it's so, like you know the women are being it, it's gonna be like the boy who cried wolf like unfortunately yeah, there's right. always there's always questionable things and and naturally people are gonna say are gonna automatically feel bad for the woman. And rightfully so, because it is one of those shitty things that's out there um, right but uh, this kind of this kind of human being if what if everything that everyone's saying about her is is true, she's the worst kind of person. she is a terrible human being. That being said, right. I am a complete asshole if he actually did beat her but um, right. I think I think one of the accounts I read too is that all the marks and bruises on her body came from a bar fight. So, who knows? They're very weird marks, to be honest. But, yeah, I mean, right. I don't know. It, it's it's weird. So, anyway, we're going to move off of that and uh, just go through another topic here on Roto World. Um, Le'Veon Bell, unlikely to win his appeal, and he's been like how he's going to win his appeal and how he's not going to miss any game. Um, he's he's – all right, here, just to read this through. Citing information gathered, ProFootballTalk.com reports there's a strong sense in league circles that Le'Veon Bell is unlikely to win his appeal of his four-game suspension. He missed multiple drug right. tests, not just one. That's all he's right. going to get and, is just four games? <laughs> like Right.
0: And that's, I mean, it's, I mean, it's pretty obvious when you're dodging that many drug tests. You're not, yeah. if you have nothing to hide, you're not going to dodge it. You're just going to do it and not deal with, you know, the uproar or the fashion because, I mean, what is his game check? You know, $100,000 each time? It's a lot of money out the window. Um, And I'm pretty yeah. sure video of him smoking a blunt. Um,
1: <laughs> yes. on the Why do these now. idiots put their, why do they I do know. this? It's like the Alden Smith thing. Like, uh, Alden right. Smith's, uh. In the video, smoking uh, weed and then saying his name or whatever. He claims that wasn't him, which, right. God, I hope no one's that stupid, but um, I don't know. Who was that Speaking of stupid, Who Randy Gregory idiot. facing in a longer suspension.
0: Who was that dude? Um, he was the left tackle that just came out this year.
1: Oh, and Laramie Tunzel Yeah, what's that dolphins? thing? Yeah. Laramie Tunzel, yeah, like, yeah.
0: Dude, why would you <laughs> let somebody... Before you sign your... Well, actually, ever. Why would you let somebody record you doing that? Right. I I mean, it's one thing to do it and, you know, risk your livelihood. But it's another thing to, like, put a friend to sit there and record you actually doing it. I mean, how stupid can you be?
1: Right. It is dumb. Um, But uh, it's just... The marijuana thing is such a stupid thing, and I don't really want to get into a political discussion about it. Sure. But you and I I think both agree that marijuana is, it, being illegal is just stupid at this point. It's stupid. It's it's worse. It's or alcohol is worse. You know, it's just it's just dumb. But um, so anyway, uh, what was the other thing I wanted to talk about? Um, Reggie Bush possibly going to the Buffalo Bills. Now this is funny because I do believe that Reggie Bush a few years ago picked on Buffalo and how they have ugly women. Um, Oh, here we go. I'm fine. I'm looking for the exact quote. Yeah. Reggie Bush, Buffalo women is a woman is one of the things. Um, yeah, this was in 2012, the upcoming Thursday football matchup between the Miami Dolphins and Buffalo Bills. Hold on. Um, doesn't want to see the women of Buffalo topless. (laughs) (laughs) They look kind of funny. Uh, the, hold thing. on, like, I want to see his would, exact quote. You, yeah.
0: you realize this is this is going to come off, and all it's going to do is just piss a bunch of people off. Why even bother saying it if right. you thought that? Like, right. he's another idiot. And he was dressed in Detroit. Now, Have you seen the women in Detroit? I mean, I not that i I've spent a lot of I time know. there, but I mean, I can't imagine that they're better looking than the women in Buffalo. Right
1: right um yeah Uh, come on now he says uh yeah i know um where is it god damn it um i don't know whatever he just basically uh, she's really pretty miss buffalo is really pretty um, but yeah, basically he just says that they're ugly and whatever. It's kinda of funny because yeah. if he does end up going here, thankfully for him he's married. So you know, he's a pro athlete yeah. he definitely wouldn't cheat on his wife, but uh with anybody in Buffalo but he married. But thankfully he did Ali. Like, yeah, he's married to like, a girl that looks just like Kim Kardashian. Um didn't
0: he, date, he was like the original Kim Kardashian dude. Yeah. If I remember correctly. yeah. Not that I follow the Kardashians yeah. or anything, but I just remember him, you know what's like, funny is
1: that being involved. She was with Miles Austin too, which is funny. Um okay. nobody remembers the Kim Kardashian being with Miles Austin thing, which is hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> she, she, he's with some chick, yeah, that looks as uh I can't even tell her name I can't even see her name, but she does know she definitely looks like a uh, bootleg Kim Kardashian. Um okay.
0: is she a better conversion? Yeah,
1: see No. Um just, when mean, he, he went dating, dating Kardashian. her, no.
0: I mean Obviously, you know, she, at one point, she was like a physically attractive woman, but now she just looks like a porn star. Like he right. And, like and that's a... So sleazy when, yeah. When Reggie
1: Bush was with her, she was gorgeous. And now she just... I, I don't even know. Like, I can't... Right. I don't know. I, I, but anyway, now yeah. But he like was with Tim Kardashian, nowhere near as attractive. Yeah. Right. Um... So, anyway. Oh, I remember what I wanted to talk to you about, too, is uh, Michael Vick. Now, we grew up when Michael Vick was essentially, like, a, yeah. a video game. The man? Like, what yeah. Did, yeah, I have two questions for you. What is his legacy, and what should have been his legacy?
0: His legacy is just a guy who was the number one pick. He just, he started out hot, and no one could figure him out. And then once they did, he just became just irrelevant almost. Well, you know, I take that back. He had those that come back uh, when he was in Philly, where he was pretty good. But like, yeah, See, I don't. Know I thought have that 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 been anything best. more because you are. I mean, you are what you are, and obviously, and it, it's he's almost like a better RG three, where he's just a, a dude with a cannon arm and yeah. be able to run, but the thing is, is at this level, it doesn't work like that, because everybody's fast, and eventually, everybody's going to get hit, and right. you are, when you're frail, like that, you're going to get hurt. Like, I've, I've told you this before, it's, it sucks to say, because RG3 is the Browns quarterback, but I'd be shocked if he's healthy in mid-October.
1: Yeah, he did say that uh, pretty early that. on, so... Right, so all right. Here's Michael Vick's stats. Let me pull those back up. Where'd they go? Okay. Um, God, he was friggin' amazing though for a few years there. Um, right. I remember so him his, beating his the all-time Raptors stats are... in Lambo yeah, being the yeah, first. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Wasn't he like the first guy to go in there and do that and
1: like at home in the breath A Ridiculous yeah. amount of time. Yeah. He only played a 16-game season once, and that was his last year in Atlanta. That's it. Right. Um, so, in his last year at Atlanta, he, I think that's the year he threw. He hit 2,400 yards passing, 20 touchdowns, 13 interceptions, 1,000 yards rushing, and two touchdowns. He was sacked 45 times, though, and fumbled nine times, <laughs> lost three of them. And then right. he had that crazy year in um, in Philly in 2010. Wow. He played 12 games. He threw for 3,000 yards, 21 touchdowns, six interceptions. Uh and had nine rushing touchdowns and 276 yards rushing that year. See, now that's always the trajectory, and that's always the career I thought he would have as a season like that. Low three thousand yard right. passer, not a, not doesn't turn the ball over a ton, runs runs a lot, gets some rushing touchdowns, design runs. I mean, I really think if if Vic didn't have all the crap off the field, the dog fighting, the weird weed stuff, like the 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 fights, the flipping off the Atlanta fans, all that crap. He didn't yeah. have all that and had a coach, a creative coach like Andy Reid his whole career. I really, really mm-hmm. think that I think he, he absolutely 1,000% revolutionizes the NFL. I think he was that kind of talent. Um, now, I feel
0: like, like you've watched more. I mean, I've watched him, obviously, quite a bit over the years. But did not he always have trouble reading defense's?
1: Yeah, he never did. That's the other thing too, is that he was just sort of lazy. And I would say this at the beginning of the show, is that I think that guys like him, these like the essentially the be- one of the like two or three best athletes walking the earth in their physical prime in their early to mid twenties. And I think mm-hmm. I think that the competition and the level of athleticism between Vic and then the second best guy, even in the NFL when he was young, was so different for his position. Mm-hmm. And just, I mean, Sorry. imagine imagine being Michael Vick walking around your little town in in, in uh, Virginia, Newport News, Virginia, and then imagine going to Virginia Tech and you just – he's the best college football player. Reggie Bush had this too, and I think this is a lot of Reggie Bush's problems. And I think they're a lot more alike that. I think we realize is that Reggie – remember Reggie Bush at USC? Like, he it was crazy, the stuff he was doing. It was insane. I've never seen anything like that. And same with Vick when he was at Virginia Tech. So, and then he gets to the NFL and he's – He's he's killing it as a young quarterback, like but he doesn't put the extra time in because he's winning early and he doesn't think he has right. to. And then defenses figure him out and then but he's just so damn athletic that he can still succeed a little bit. And uh, I do really think if he put in the work, even 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 twenty five percent more and had and had a creative uh-huh. coach and Andy Reid type for, for his playing style, his whole career. I really, really think that it's a completely different I think it's a completely different not NFL per se, but I definitely think there's more guys like like uh Russell Wilson and RG Threes in the league. And I think there's def- I think that offenses look a little different than they do now. Um I mean you're never no, gonna understand. I mean he was the drop back Yeah.
0: He's a freak athlete. He I mean, they aren't just, you know, a dime a dozen, so
1: I mean, right. The, right. But I think what you're seeing, I, right. But what I think what you're seeing now is you're actually seeing a guy with that kind of talent, with more size, and that kind of crazy work ethic, in um, mm-hmm. Cam Newton. He, although Cam Newton doesn't have the crazy legs, but Cam Newton, he's got a creative offensive coordinator. They they run mm-hmm. the ball to him a lot, and I think they're using right. that kind of quarterback perfectly. And I think I really think Jim Harbaugh did a little bit of this with Kaepernick too. And I, I do think that these guys that are like Vic, they just, you can see the difference. I mean, look at RG3 with Mike Shanahan and then without Mike Shanahan. Creative coach, and then you go to your traditional coach. It is not really it's not really the same, you know? It's like, look at Donovan example. Right, but the comments read right here. It, right. Yeah. I mean, we're arguing about,
0: you know, would the physical talent be able to do it? But at the end of the day, what it comes down to – is, I mean, it, it, it's all the same. Are you accurate? Are you able to read defenses? Are you able to make all the throws? And you guys all have I strong just
1: I, I honestly just don't think he ever really wanted to put the work in or doesn't felt like he had to. I think he made so much right. money and was so successful that he just thought whatever he was doing was the right thing. Like, he didn't need to get much better because he had so much money. He got all that money from Nike. And that huge deal with Atlanta. Like, he just – I think that's what, what happened with him. And I honestly think this is a lot of what happened with Reggie Bush, too, is that he's a transcended athlete. Like, at, on the field, as far as, like, what an athlete can do. Obviously, not, they're not LeBron. Right. Like, that's a, that's a real, true, once-in-a-generation athlete. But I what I mean is, right. like, guys that basically, like, the difference between them and the number two guy is just so wide that it doesn't right. really make a difference. Because remember there was talk Reggie Bush was going to go number one overall to the Texans as a running back, because he was so amazing in college. Reggie Bush, he's in my, and and I'm, and I I do use I have a tendency to use a lot of hyperbole here, but like, but I will say that Reggie Bush is the single best football player I've ever seen in college. And I don't know outside of Michael Vick, and and maybe Charles Woodson just because he did, he was just a Swiss Army knife, like that I've ever seen a player that dynamic in college, in college football. Other than Vic, like I really don't. Reggie Bush was ridiculous. <laughs> so, but but anyway, go on. Sorry. My dog's going. But go
0: ahead.
1: But no, I, I just no 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 no. But that, that that's really that's really it. I mean, I just think that I just think that both of them are sort of like I think they underachieved just so greatly on what they could have done. But the, but. It's the Chris Webber question. Did Chris Webber really underachieve in the NBA made 200 million dollars? Did, did Vic and Reggie Bush underachieve? Well, that's
0: all um they made knew.
1: they made us so much money, you know.
0: Right. So, I would say them personally they failed um or I'm sorry, they um they succeeded financially, but then you just obviously just aren't what you could have been and you're kind of a failure in terms of your potential.
1: Right. Do you think if Reggie Bush could, he would go back and he would do it differently or Vic would go back and do it differently? I think Bush would. I think, I think Vic would.
0: Yeah, I would, I would say so. Yeah. You, know, you you have to remember though, Reggie Bush is a little
1: undersized too. I mean, that's part of Yeah, he's a little small. Well, Vic is too. Vic's six foot, 200 pounds. He's tiny for a quarterback. I mean, he's not, yeah, and sure. he's not thick like Russell Wilson is. Russell Wilson's really thick. Right. What well, I gotta right. find? I, should have found stat short, too. I just but thought about like, but he's, he's really he's at. big. Yeah, uh-huh. right. No one ever gets a clean shot on him. Um, right, but I, I I should have found this stat. But he's a very smart player. Ru- yeah, and um, I gotta see if I can find this stat real quick. and pull it up. Russell Wilson had one of the more crazy, from the pocket stats I think I've ever seen for a guy, and it's funny because he was crapped on because of his height. Um, let's see here, see if I can find it. But yeah, it was funny that he was crapped. I think other than Brady, Russell Wilson might be the greatest value pick of all time. And, um, I actually wrote a column that right. never got public or posted on Backsport's page. Um, for whatever reason, I could not get it to post. I have no idea why. Um, but, uh, but about basically how Russell Wilson wasn't worth the money. <laughs> it's just kind of funny. Um, all right, here it is. Russell Wilson, according to Football Outsiders, Russell Wilson was the most successful quarterback in the league when working from a clean pocket. He was also the fourth-best quarterback while under pressure. His DVOA, defensive value above replacement, I think is what that is. Um, anyway, uh, of 86.4%, was far and away the best when unpressured. Um, Wilson completed almost 73% of his passes and compiled a 26-4 to 4 touchdown-interception ratio when unpressured last season. Um and that's kind of that's kinda of nuts for a guy. If he's if he's unpressured in a clean pocket for a guy that small to put up those kind of numbers is absolutely insane. Like it's absolutely insane. And I I I, oh, I I I never thought this and I never thought I would say it. I thought he'd be a good quarterback, I never thought he'd be a great quarterback. But if he's doing that from a clean pocket and in five or sub doing it in three, five or seven step drops, that's absolutely impressive for a guy that's five foot eleven with Average receivers, right? Yeah, that's, that's, mean, he does, and he's
0: amazing,
1: a, he's amazing. And the one
0: stud he got yeah. was Jimmy Graham, who just kind of hasn't fit.
1: Yeah, and Jimmy Graham also blew out his knee. He has the same right. he has the same knee thing that Victor Cruz has. And I always say, if you want to know how a patellar tendon uh, affects your knee, look at Virginia Tech running back from a couple years ago, Ryan Williams. He tore his Perteller tendon. He could not could not play a down ever again. Like, he, his knee was so screwed up. That's that big thing in the front of your knee you can feel right under your kneecap. That's a huge tendon, and, and Jimmy Graham tore it. Jimmy Graham's done. Victor Cruz, as much as I hate to say it, never going to be the same player again, it, and it's depressing because I love Victor Cruz. I like watching Jimmy Graham as a football fan. You know, it, it's just Jimmy Graham's
0: done. But going back to what you were talking about in terms of are you successful because yeah, he made money, it's good to see yeah. that
1: Victor Cruz got his money before he got hurt. Yeah, that is a good thing, even though the Giants made him take a pay cut. You know what I always thought? Um, what What I always thought when Victor Cruz was in that weird contract thing, what I always thought of, like the Redskins should do is pay, it should have offered him a huge deal because he was a restricted free agent. I don't know why more teams don't do this, especially a rival team. A rival, uh, like this is this is the best example I can think of. Like the Redskins, the Eagles, or Cowboys. When Victor Cruz was a restricted free agent, I forget w- which one of those teams. I'm almost positive it was Washington had the cap space to do this. Is basically offer Cruz like an absurd contract, forcing the Giants to try to pay it. Not an absurd contract because then they would have to pay it if the Giants chose not to match. But like. Like Victor Cruz wanted something like twelve million dollars a year or whatever, and he's not worth that. He's probably an eight million dollar player, even when he was at his peak. He's an eight million dollar player, right? So I think that if you're Washington, I think you should just say f it, get the guy away from the team, away from you that's that's beating the shit out of you every year, and and pay him and just pay him a little extra and 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 lure him away from the Giants or force the Giants to overpay him. Like I don't know why more teams right. don't do They're that, that don't like with the restricted free agents. Yeah,
0: not only does not only does that help your team, but it also it weakens the other team.
1: Right, exactly. And it's so weird that more teams, excuse me, more teams don't do that with uh, with, with restricted free agent contracts. It's just so funny that teams are just almost ethical about it. It's funny. Um, I'm shocked Belichick hasn't, hasn't done that a lot. And I was actually really afraid that Cruz was going to go when he's a restricted free agent. I I was really afraid he was going to go to. Um, Gonna go to New England and replace, uh, uh and replace um, Wes Welker. I always thought that that was gonna happen, and it freaking freaked me out. Even though I think in that offense, I think Cruz would have 150 catches. Like I think it would have been unreal. Um, but yeah. Anyway, we sort of, I, I sort of digressed. Not your fault. I digressed, but um, but anyway, yeah. So, uh, real quick, um, uh, I'll let you break down this, uh, this. UFC 201 main event. Who do you think is going to win, Robbie Lawler or Tyron Woodley, and why?
0: Okay, well I told I told you before. Actually, I think it was on the show two weeks ago. Yep. Um, Robbie, Lawler's Robbie your favorite Lawler, favorite fighter in this fight. I, you know, I I think Tyrone Will, Woodley. He's got great wrestling. Um, he has he has fast hands. He has really fast hands, and he does have knockout power. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, I mean, I. I've just never been, like, blown away by him. Like, you watch a – and this, I guess this is a good example in one way and a bad example in the other. Um, when you watch John Jones' fight, like, you're just blown away. Yeah. You're like, this guy is unbelievable. But then when you watch right. Tyrone Woodley and he gets knocked out by Nate Marquardt, and, you know, he, the only reason he beat Carlos Condit – I mean, he was winning that fight before uh, Condit got hurt, but Condit tore a, a ligament in his knee. I think he tore his ACL and they just called the fight. So,
1: right. And they gave
0: him, they gave him a TKO win. Um, Robbie Lawler. um, He's been around forever. Um, He's got probably the best knockout power in the division. He just comes at you. He hangs around. He's got an iron chin. He's well-rounded. I just don't see, I mean, he's, I would say Tyrone's got slightly better. Actually, no, probably not slightly. He's definitely got better wrestling. Um, okay. Um, but I just don't see him pulling it off. Now watch Tyrone ends a winning, but um, I, there's just nothing that I see in Tyrone Woodley that would lead me to believe that he would beat Robbie Lawler. Um, I feel like Robbie Lawler is about to go on one of those runs. Where he just fought Honda, which was a which was a great fight. Um, he's, I feel like he's about to go on one of yeah. those court runs, and he's going to be like um like a Dan Henderson who ended up being much better at the end of his career than he was at the beginning.
1: Right. And
0: I um I, I, I would say Robbie Lawler by third round TKO.
1: Nice. Okay. I I like that pick. Um, I Robbie Lawler is, I think, nuts. Um, I think that's gonna help him a lot. Uh, right. So, uh, oh God, I, I I know that's sort of like that sounds uneducated or whatever, but I, I do think that <laughs> I just think that that dude right now is just in, like you said, just in one of those like vortexes where he is not going to lose. I I just right. don't think he loses again. Like, any time in the near future, I just think he's unbeatable right now. Um, and I think Carlos – cut. now, what do you think about –
0: uh um, God, was actually I, winning I'm right that fight. fight. Yeah. Fonda was winning the fight, like, right up until, like, the championship round, And that's the only one Robbie Wallace woke up. And then just, like, he just went to town. And, I mean, he just ended up – he took that fight. And, I mean, that shows the champion – with a championship fighter – um, I, I mean that really, I guess defines you, because it shows that you could take a beating and you could be losing, but you know, You never back down and you just keep moving forward. And
1: right, um, um, I yeah, I don't see him lose. Why do you think Tyrone Woodley got the got the fight over um, Wonder Boy?
0: I think it was a timing thing,
1: and then I think you know um, Tyrone Woodley.
0: I mean he's been a he's been a good fighter for a, a while. He's the number 3 ranked guy. Um I just think yeah. that uh Steven Thompson actually a, a good friend of mine who does MMA fought him down in South Carolina. Um when he was still Oh late. really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He ended up I think he ended up losing by like second round um by second round KO, if I remember right. Okay. Yeah. But, I think uh, Stephen Thompson's last fight was in maybe the end of May. Yeah. So I think it's just a timing thing. And I, I feel like
1: gotcha. the Robbie
0: Lawler fight was announced back in April or something. But I, I do okay. think no matter who wins, which I'm pretty sure it'll be Robbie Lawler, I think they'll fight uh, Stephen Thompson next.
1: Okay. Interesting. All right. Um all right. What else was I gonna say? Oh, did you watch the Holly home fight?
0: I did. Yeah, I did. Um, I thought she I looked so really hesitant. Down, she's just fall off the face of the planet. Right. I, I really do. I don't. I don't know. Or she should just take some time off to kind of mentally heal. Um. Somebody made a really yep. good point when they said she just lost Misha Tate, which was a huge disappointment, and. Yep, you just try to get back in there as fast as possible, and sometimes that's not a good thing because you lose, and then um, then you become you put so much pressure on yourself to get back um, to winning, you end up um, maybe not coming out. You may you may choke because you just put so much stress on yourself, and you can't just go out there fight and react. You just don't perform
1: anymore. no I agree um I think she just to me she' like hesitant I think Shevchenko just did a just fought a really really smart fight she tried to take Holly down to the ground she was three for three on takedown attempts I think I think it was three for three um right but the crazy thing about Holly is she's such a strong athlete that she just basically stood up in two of the three like and she's just so much stronger but it's just like She's so much longer, so much darker, she just looked hesitant. I, I don't know. I think she was just so afraid of making a mistake Because and, and, she was winning the Misha Tate fight. I think she was afraid of, of making the same mistake and getting taken down by the the, the best Muay Thai woman's fighter probably on earth. I think that was yeah. the problem. And um I think that she I think that's what she was afraid of. And I, I, I just I think she just fought she hesitated and she should have won that fight. Sure. I think I think she she stood up. I mean, Shevchenko essentially stood up and fought her the whole fight. Like there wasn't right. a lot of grappling or anything. She just countered her and just just beat her on points. And I think, other than the right. first round, which was close, I think Holly won the first round, but I think I think Shevchenko won the other four. Right. Yeah, you know, it, it's it's huh? one of those things where
0: I think a loss in MMA changes you more but obviously like if you're if you play football or baseball or basketball. Right. It just alters your mentality. Um, I don't know if you watched George St. Pierre early in his career, uh, but George St. Pierre was an insanely dynamic guy. Like he was basically like, he was like, think John Jones exciting, but seven years earlier. And he, I mean, he was so dynamic. He was throwing crazy kicks and then he gets knocked out by Matt Sarah. And he was never the same. That's when he um, became the lay and pray wrestler where he just, He'd take a guy down and sit on top of him for five rounds, which yeah. I think is more talented than that. I mean, not, not taking anything away from wrestling, but, I mean, he was so dynamic and such an awesome fighter. Um, right. He was just, like, he was going to revolutionize sports at the time, and that, that loss, I think, put that fear in him that he can get knocked out, and it's just, in a way, it's kind of unfortunate even though he ended up going on and becoming a great fighter or, you know, continuing to be a great fighter and he avenged that loss and everything. and um,
1: Right. It's one of you, those. Um, what could have been. Right. Um, do you, uh, oh, what the hell was I going to say? Did you hear the, uh, oh God, I'm drawing a freaking blank. GSB had one of the funniest quotes I've ever heard, which is like, what did he say? He was like the three things he absolutely loved was, fighting, women, and dinosaurs. That was, like, one of the funniest things I've ever heard. It was just the most random thing ever, but apparently he's really into dinosaurs. I just had to bring that up because it was funny, so, to me anyway. Um, But, uh... I remember Joe
0: Rogan saying that fighting really changed GST, where, like, GST, like, towards the end, like, he would just say shit, like, like, you know, he thought he saw aliens or something like that. I think that's what Joe Rogan said. But he would just say, like, weird shit, and I, I've just been taking so many hits to the head.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. Brendan um, Shaw on the fighter, a, a couple weeks ago was talking, about, yeah. Yeah. Uh, was talking about... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Schaub was talking about a fighter, a friend of his that's a fighter, and I have drawn a blank on who it is. Um, like, apparently went on vacation with this girl, and, like, Spent all day together and could not remember a single thing that they did. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. It's, uh, it's it, it, like one of the scarier things. And that's why sometimes it is a little hard to watch. Um, it's a little right. hard to watch UFC, but at the same time, like, it, it it is sort of unfortunately what they signed up for. And, uh, I say well, all all right, that to say you. that, um, go ahead.
0: Earlier this year, um, Conor McGregor's training partner was fighting in Ireland. It was one of those yeah, local killed. shows, and he killed somebody by yeah. knocking him out. Like, yep, that that's can that happen. It's not, right. I mean, people, yeah, just in cities everywhere, they get in bar fights. One dude punches another dude and knocks him out, and you know, people,
1: yep. people die from that. Yeah, it, it's it, it's crazy that it happened. Yeah. The uh uh I said all that to say that um there's this movie coming out and we'll end on this called Gleason. It's about Steve Gleason. Um mm-hmm. the uh you remember the after the Hurricane Katrina, the Saints played that game back in New Orleans and uh sure. there's the punt block. The guy that blocked that punt is this guy, Steve Gleason, who was diagnosed with ALS. And there's a documentary right. that I think comes out Friday called Just Gleason and it's uh it's a it's essentially about uh it starts right when he's diagnosed, and he goes from being, like, a big strapping NFL guy to essentially Stephen Hawking. And um, and uh, it, it's uh, it's really, really – apparently it's really sad, but it's also really uplifting, and it's about his family or whatever. So I actually really want to see it, but it also freaking mm. freaks me out because uh, I, I probably have had a number of concussions myself. But, um, right. <laughs> you know, nothing compared to what these poor bastards – went through um it's not even close but it does it's so it's just so weird and i hate ending on this though but it's just so weird watching sports now with this sort of lingering over and this is this is just general conversation shit i'm not like trying to make a point or get on a uh get on a soapbox or mount Pius or whatever but uh more just like just as a conversation thing is it is it weird to you to think that like I, you did you play football in school i did Okay. You know I was like, Oh he got his bell rung, oh he staggered around like how funny that was and how now it's like it's almost horrifying to see it, like especially with high school kids. Mm-hmm. It's just kinda of fun right. it's just kinda of funny. But I was thinking about that when I was watching the Robbie Waller fight. It is he's trying to talk with like half his lip hanging off and it's like right. how does that dude as a thirty three year old that's been fighting for probably twenty years? How the fuck is that yeah. guy so functional and somewhat like literate? It's so bizarre. It's just I don't know. Um, and it's—I understand it's a weird you segue, but I would just more sort of—it's just in the back of my mind because I—I listened to a review on this TV, on this Gleason movie and um and uh, it thought it was like kind of topical for uh, all this violence and stuff that like is on TV and like whatever. That being said, if right. uh, Avery wants to uh, fight, I probably would not stop her. Right. Um, I mean it's right.
0: I mean, look at all those. Former football players. If you've ever heard Bernie Tozer talk, he always sounds like he's drunk. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. I heard an interview. I heard an interview with him. God, it must have been a year, two years ago, and he said that he thinks he had upwards of forty concussions, like so many hits yeah. that he took, and, and all that. And they, it's just in those days, no one went into any sort of protocol, and they just kept playing. And,
1: right,
0: you know, I, th- I think Bernie enjoys his alcohol. I think, uh, <laughs> um, he actually, um, you know, he, he got some trouble, I think with alcohol, but I remember, um, I was actually interning at a radio station, at WTAM in Cleveland. And he actually called in and I was the insert. Well, I was the intern. So I talked to him for like two or three minutes and kind of had to keep him on the line. Mm-hmm. And, when we put him on the air, everybody thought he was drunk, but he wasn't. And it was just, right. and that's just kind of the result of um, taking so many hits to
1: the head. That's fucking nuts, dude. It's so, I don't know, it's crazy that that, that happened. Like, it's so and the nuts. thing is, you know,
0: if, if you are an athlete who messes up their ACL, like the guy you mentioned who never plays again, I, that's one thing, and that sucks, and, you know, it's really unfortunate, if you get yeah. messed up in the head there's no coming back from that i mean if no. you know if you mess up your knee you have a limp the rest of your life that's one thing but you can at least function and think straight and 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 you know be able to tease together a conversation and right so totally it is just
1: I, like a Right, and I, I realize it's a weird segue, but I actually really wanted to sort of talk about that movie, and I'm gonna I'm gonna see it hopefully in the next couple of weeks, and I'll talk about it on the show. But um, yeah. but uh, uh, and and that's another thing I sort of wanted to do with this show is like sort of shoehorn uh, somehow shoehorn my love of movies into this uh into this show too, because who gives a shit God. what it's really about? I mean, you know, whatever. I, yeah. You're not a movie guy though, are you?
0: You're more no, a TV I am. Show guy, I am. Oh, okay. Yeah. What is yeah, your favorite, favorite movie a TV of
1: all time? Show. I, 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 yeah, uh, I ask uh, people that a lot, like if they have a favorite movie of all favorite time. Favorite movie of all most time. Most people can't answer it. Yeah, most people the can't first, answer it. And it's The so, first thing that pops in my head
0: The first thing that pops in my head is Gladiator.
1: When Russell Carell was uh-huh. a big
0: douchebag. Um <laughs> before sure it came he was. Out and he was a big douchebag.
1: Um yeah. That's got to be my favorite. Interesting. It's an interesting choice. Um, yeah, mine is uh, mine's. A, a, it's, it sounds generic, but I can honestly tell you that I'm absolutely in love with Goodfellas, and I, I realize that's almost yeah. a stock answer. But I I, I right. really do love that movie. I love I yeah. love that I love the part. I love at the end, basically, when he because the, it's essentially three movies. It's when he's a kid, then it's the middle part, and then it's from right. like essentially when he starts doing drugs to the very end, like it's, it's, yeah. I love, it has it gives one of my favorite sequences heart. in any movie in it. Yeah. It has one of my favorite sequences in any movie, which is basically when he's like riding around the day he gets arrested. Um, by the FBI. When like the helicopter's following him and he's like coked out of his mind. I fucking love that part of that movie. I, I love yeah. that part of the movie. I, I, that's genius. Like that. I, I love sequences like that. Um and 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 just and just that that's just a really long I, that's not a scene necessarily but that's just like um a really long uh just just chunk of the movie that I'm absolutely obsessed with um I do yeah. I do uh, I do love uh De Niro in that movie too with with they are all they like rob the bank and like uh, rob the uh the, the airport thing and, and take all the money or whatever and uh all the people that robbed it with them are like has like. Pink Cadillac and mink coats and shit, and De Niro starts flipping out. What are you doing? Yeah. Take it back. Take it back. I love that whole shit. That shit is so funny to me. But, is, um, is that in that book Oh, go ahead.
0: Is De Niro not one of the most, like, Jackal and Hyde sort of. Like, he plays in some, in like, such great roles. Um. Yes, and then he does, and, like, the intern, which he, actually. He just plays might, in some, like, serious crap. Like, straight in that play. no. He is, um, yeah, like family movies where he's like the father. I can't even remember the title of that movie I saw on Netflix, but yeah, what is it? The, he just, What's it about? There's this movie, and I don't remember what it's called, and it just popped up on the you know um, new releases or whatever, and he's he plays like the the father of. I don't know. It's it's one of those like really sappy family movies and um, just obviously not a good movie. Like he, you know, there's some stuff that he's played in where it's just kind of like, what were you thinking?
1: Not like Nicholas. I think. Yeah. No, I think I know what you're talking about. Um, I'm drawing a blank on it, but I I know what you're talking about. Um, it's not it's the interns. Like, the intern's in Hathaway movie. Yeah. Yeah, you know, we're just yeah, no, it's something stupid yeah. like
0: But, yeah, you just wonder, um, like, why he... He's such a great actor, why he took that role.
1: He's been doing that since... since God, Meet the Parents 2 or whatever the hell that was. Um He's been doing that. He's just been picking these terrible movies. He hasn't had like he had a couple okay. Like in um, Silver Linings Playbook, he played an okay character. And then he played uh, he played like kind of a scary mobster dude in um, in uh, American Hustle. Uh, but those are both yeah. David O. Russell movies, and David O. Russell does uh, incredible movies and and gets really good performances out of De Niro. Um, at least, right. at least now, comparatively to the rest of the shit that he's in. Even though secretly, right. Ashley and I love the intern, but um, I have but, not- uh, I'm actually looking up that movie you're talking about. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I would skip it if I were you. Um, let's see here. Is it called The Big Wedding or movies. Family I know you're or some Batman
0: shit? Guy. Did you ever end up seeing that Batman vs Superman movie?
1: I will not. I pretend it doesn't exist. Um, really. No, I I'm not even really a big Batman guy. I just love The Dark Knight so much, just as a as standalone, right. independent action movie. Like I think it was like Heat. I I think it, I I wouldn't necessarily even put it with like the rest of the comic movies. I actually put it in the same category as I put the movie Heat, or um, or uh, oh god, what's another one like Scarface? I'll put it in that yeah. genre, not necessarily. I think it's like. I, I don't know. I think that's sort of a standalone thing. Like I, I, Batman Begins and The Dark Knight Rises, I would definitely put in that. But I think that The Dark Knight just sort of stands alone as its own independent thing. And I don't, I don't know. I just I, that movie was like a religious experience for me. Like I saw it four times in theaters, which is nuts. I yeah. never do that, but I just absolutely you know, the, adored the that movie. I could, I could not two. stop watching it. Yeah, yeah, I, I love the too.
0: The third was kind of a letdown, and even though I thought Tom Hardy played a really good
1: game um, yeah, it's just I don't know, and it's kind of hard to. Live it was long. Right? There's a lot of dialogue. It was I don't know a lot of a lot of movie parts. Right. It definitely right. wasn't and bad, it's been a It it's never going to be as to good stuff. as The Dark Knight. Yeah. Yeah. Now, and of course, um, Heath Ledger's show in
0: that one. Um. Right. I, I heard an interview with Christian Bale, who almost... I mean, I didn't, wouldn't say he sounded deflated, but, like, he knew that he wasn't the star of that movie. He knew full well, and he actually... Oh, no. That he feels he could have done better with the Batman character. I don't think he was bad, though. I, You know, I think he was good, um, but it's kind of hard to call... I mean... He looks like he's five foot seven, hundred and sixty pounds. Um like right. Bruce Wayne. you think of Bruce Wayne, you think of a big like almost like a like a football like a like a quarterback, like stud, like six right. five, um, two hundred and forty pounds cut, you know. And he's so right. tiny, like I just don't think Bruce Wayne, he just looks like a you know, a rich guy just trying to do a good thing in, in the in the series, and you know he did really well. And he's a good actor, but I just don't think Bruce Wayne when I think
1: him. I agree with you, um, but uh, I agree with you, but like I, I think that he was just so. I think he was just so sort of in demand, and he played. He yeah, yeah, yeah. So cool. I I just think I think it was between him and Jake Gyllenhaal, if I remember correctly. And I don't know if Jake Gyllenhaal would have been better or worse. It's hard to tell because Jake Gyllenhaal is crazy. Yeah. He's bigger, um, uh, and probably looks more like I him. Like, and, I don't know.
0: And then I think in that movie,
1: like in fucking sucked. The boxing yeah. movie Southpaw was one of the worst movies yeah. I think I've ever seen. But I'm I hated, absolutely guy. hated that movie.
0: I'm not saying his acting ability. I'm saying like he's like he's a big dude. Like he'd be more physically imposing.
1: Oh, I Bruce, see what you're saying. Yeah, it. sorry. Yeah, yeah. I, I I just hated that movie so much that I couldn't think about anything else. But um,
0: I actually yeah
1: saw that movie. he uh, yeah, Blue ass. Don't see it. Um, but uh, An
0: hour hour and a half of your to... life you can never get back.
1: Well, I I turned it off halfway through and I almost never do that. Um, but uh, yeah, but um. I, I got to go after this, but did you see huh, – It's funny. Did you see um, Bad Max with Tom Hardy? I did. That, I did. to me, was the closest thing I've seen to an action movie being as good as The Dark Knight. I, I, I thought that movie was incredible. Um, I, I, I don't know how the hell you they know, made that I... movie with those guys on those weird – pole vault things where they were freaking sla- snatching people with the thing and I, I don't know man. That movie was crazy to me. I love the I love the guitar puppet, but
0: it was good, but I didn't think it was great.
1: Like, oh,
0: I, like I like We're gonna Tom strongly
1: Hardy. disagree on this. <laughs> right.
0: Right. Like <laughs> I like Tom Hardy. I would not put it on the
1: um I like Tom Hardy. I think it's I don't think it's as that, good, but it, I think it's, <laughs> who that other kid it's the best I've seen since like
0: he he plays, like, Beast in the X-Men, and he's in that. Oh, Nicholas like Holt? Nick. It, yeah, Nicholas Holt.
1: Yeah, Nick. Um, yeah. So I what, like him. Yeah. I don't He He just felt
0: really forced. Like, in that role, he just felt really forced. I, maybe it's kind of the crazy aspects of the people that were, that they were yeah. down at it and the people that he was from, but I don't
1: know. It
0: was good. I get I you. No, off. that's I'd fine. It's not it for everybody.
1: Spot. Did you? Yeah. There's another movie called The Kingsman. Um, that was that came out last year that had a really it had a it was a really good movie. I was like pleasantly surprised by it, and I don't know why I always question question. Um, Matthew Vaughn uh, when he puts his name on anything, it's usually really really good. It's like I had the same yeah. thing with. Um, that I had with the Kingsman, I didn't think I would like it, and then I watched it. I I loved it, and it has one of the best action sequences I've ever seen in a movie. In the church scene, oh, that was uh, um, towards the end.
0: Oh, when he fights everybody in the church.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was a, that was an yeah. awesome scene. I loved that. That was that was a awesome. cool. Um, yeah. That was a really good. Okay, okay so yeah, that was a good movie. Alert Anybody who's listening, um, all yeah. five
0: yeah. of you, but spoiler spoiler <laughs> alert! Apparently, he's coming back. Of life who who is the uh or he wasn't actually killed or it was something like that. They have a sequel coming out. Oh. Um who, who Oh, what there, there is? One. Yeah,
1: yeah, there's a sequel yeah, yeah. coming
0: out. Um, and know he kidding. ended up you know, in, you know, in the movie he ends up yeah. getting killed. Um but somehow he's in the sequel. They saw him on set. I don't know if it's a flashback or what it is. And I was disappointed that he was killed because I thought he was probably the best part of the movie.
1: Oh, he was fantastic. And I was actually really surprised that – um. why am I drawing such a blank on his freaking name? Colin Firth. Yeah. No. He could play a badass yeah. action guy and um and, and, and fucking killed it too. Like I, I thought he was awesome. I loved him in that church scene. But um, – Right. But, yeah, Matthew Vaughn did this to me before, too, with um, Kick-Ass. I thought Kick-Ass was going to be corny as hell. My buddy John was like, no, nah, you should watch it. You should watch it. And I was like, I ain't watching that corny-ass yeah. shit. So, I ended up watching it, and I actually I loved John's it. I thought Kick-Ass was hero. awesome. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's balls deep into that. Kingsman, the Golden Circle. That's the next one coming out. And Channing Tatum's in it. Yep. Uh, Callum Firth's in it. That makes a lot of Channing Tatum. Uh, I'm not a fan. Uh, but I do love the you guy know- that played Eggsy. That's Taryn Edgerton. Um, yeah. yeah. Holly Berry. Oh, God. Oh, Vinnie Jones is going to be in I love that guy. So that, ma- that
0: makes a lot of sense. Yeah. He fits
1: well.
0: Um, I like, see him fitting into that group.
1: Oh, Sophia Cookson is the girl Roxy? Is, oh, that's not, that's not who I thought. I, that's okay. that's the other chick that's in the thing. I thought that was the girl that, uh the, the, the what's her name? They're making a female Roxy, her Rocky. No, no, no. It's called, no. She. That's just the character. When they said Roxy or whatever, and I, I was like, is that the is that the freaking princess that uh, he was like oh, that she goes to the main dude at the end of the movie is like, if uh, if you save the world, you could put it in my asshole, like or whatever that part. And uh, I thought that was her. I was like, wait, what are they doing with her? Like, she could act, but she was really pretty. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. sort of. I was like, a shocked that they get that that made it into the movie. But
0: right, right. I guess that's a reward for uh, saving the planet.
1: Yeah, <laughs> good for him, I guess. Um, expected good for him. expected release June sixteenth, two thousand seventeen. Well, I will be seeing it because I I love Sam Jackson too, even though he won't be in this right. one. But I actually liked him in that movie. Um, right. But yeah. Anyway, all right, man. I got to go to bed. It's it's ten thirty. Yeah, for sake. I got to be up and go to work in like seven hours. so I'm not looking forward to it. I so, think we went over about half an hour. 20- Oh, I set it for two hours, so we're good. Oh, okay. We can go as long as uh, as long as we want on this. It doesn't matter. Um, we're not paid for a set time or whatever. It it it, it only really affects like if I set it for two hours, so you can listen live for up to two hours. And if we go over two hours, then it's um we uh then we go into what's recording time. So you'll get all that on the podcast if we go over the amount of time I set it for. But right. Unless we start doing the show on like a Saturday night, which I'm assuming you have more important Ooh. things to do than do the show that right. uh, 18 people listen to, um,
0: Is that, uh, you know, how, then, uh, how many people have listened to it? Or are you just no, I have no
1: earthly that? idea. I just it's an arbitrary number, just just sort of dealing right. with it. Um, right. But uh, uh, I went to a chiropractor um, on right. Tuesday. It was awesome. I recommend everybody do that. I'm going back again next Saturday. I'm quite. It's excited for It's it been
0: a while since it. I've been to one,
1: but I agree, it's a game changer for sure. Yeah. Yep. I I uh minus the lack of sleep I got, I felt like a thousand bucks. And when I got up this morning, it was nice. Just yeah. a thousand. After uh, go from. <laughs> yeah. Didn't you
0: say you went <laughs> when you were I in know. the army? You went for a lot
1: of those. Yeah, I went to. I, went, I got a I got a massage from a uh, a heavy set Filipino woman um oh. in Doha, Qatar. Um while I was on a uh a um R and R. Yeah, she got up on the table and like sort of straddled I was on my belly. Not a good position for a dude by the way, to be on your belly for any length of time. Right. Um and then asked to flip over. It gets weird. But um pulled up the drill. uh, Yeah. (laughs) No, she gets on the table and she's like sort of straddling me to massage my back and I just didn't expect it. Yeah. Um, and right. I, it was so funny because I went I went <laughs> back to uh, the little things That were staying in and I took a shower And it was literally like right. I got massaged Like I got I got I got a massaged with rainex like it, like uh, Water was just not even hitting me It you was like hitting like an inch Rain-X. from my skin Yeah it was so weird it was like I literally Like my body was like covered in rain It was like I tried to put water On my it was like it was like hitting Like an inch from my skin It was like gee, I had like right. a force field uh, Around me it was, it was yep. weird but uh, it was awesome. But the wife and I are going somewhere for our anniversary, and I think I might do a spot thing again too because uh, I'm getting old, Dan. And I got to do some maintenance on the old uh, the old machine here. So um, I'm going to try a juice fast next week too. I'll let you know how that goes by Wednesday when okay. I'm eating my phone during the show. I'll uh, you'll be able to hear how that goes. I think. Um. All right. Yeah. So all right, look forward to that. And uh, old Bill's got to get back on the diet too. I'm I'm back. I'm o I'm. I'm barreling towards 230 and I was down to 221 before I left for vacation at the beginning of the month. So, uh right. I'm uh I I am s- No, Bill needs to get down to 210.
0: Yeah. And uh you, you realize you would not yeah, even be a 110
1: right now. <laughs> I know. I'd be a heavyweight. Michael Bisbee. or Michael Bisbee. Uh uh Miocic Stipe would beat the piss out of me right now. Or Stipe Miocic, right. I'm a dyslexic today, would right. beat the piss Stipe. out of me. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. Nah, look, like, if I just, like a if I just did a dude, few man. curls, like, he, yeah, yeah, like, he wouldn't beat my ass no matter what shape I was in. <laughs> but, yeah. like, if I just went to my garage and just curled, like, 60 pounds, yeah. and I, I like, he still wouldn't beat the shit out of me. Right.
0: Dude, you know, and, and you know he grew up, like, ooh, 15 minutes from where I live. And he actually yeah. used to bartend a bar I used to go to a lot, like, and we're about the same age. Um, apparently, yeah. I don't know, I, I don't recall, I don't remember him, but I'm sure him and I, you know, I'm oh, sure, man, you know, probably once or twice. So, yeah, yeah. He's definitely a celebrity awesome. here in Cleveland. He, he's only second to, uh, to LeBron.
1: Yeah. He, um, but I feel like
0: this uh, turned into a thirty-minute uh, conversation, so
1: we could say it could, true. yeah. But I, yeah, no, I actually was in Cleveland um, when he won the heavyweight title. Uh yeah. when for whatever the hell reason, um, Verdum
0: that was, was like night.
1: ran in on him like an idiot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um,
0: you know that was the same night that they played that Believe Land. And then I think, and, yep. and these are totally unrelated, but you know, people try to connect them. So then, after that, then the uh, it's like a it's like a minor league, Triple A or whatever hockey, uh, the Lake Erie Monsters, I think. Um, they ended up winning yeah. their title. Then the Cavs won their title. Hopefully, the Indians keep it going because the Browns are just
1: depressing. I was gonna say, man, maybe the Browns win. No. Um. <laughs> yeah, I'd be Obviously. surprised if they hit six wins. <laughs> You'd be you should be pissed if they do. They won't get the first overall like, Damn, what am I doing? Look, I gotta go to sleep.
0: Actually, you, man, I'll talk you know to you what? Soon. Go ahead. Yeah, we. Yeah, we we could save this for next week, but yeah. Um. So if they get six wins, they'll probably put themselves out of position to take the guy they want to take. Yep. And yeah. So yeah. Either be really good or really bad, because if you're
1: mediocre, you're kind of perfect. It's true. It's the worst position to be in. But, all right, I'm going to bed. This is Under the Hoodies. Thanks for listening to Dan and Bill talk about nothing. Dan, I'll talk to you next week. We are out. All right.